And welcome back to Tea Time with Tony. Today I have a very special guest, my sis, my bro, the Yinster. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> okay. So what's been going on with you lately? What's up, what's up? You know, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me. You know, we've had our own yeah. thing going on. It's been a while since I've been on the podcast. I'm really excited to be back on because really enjoy I really enjoy doing this. Um, but as far as me, what I've been up to, honestly. Same thing I always do, working. But I have been having a little fun. Like yesterday, I went to my boyfriend's family reunion. Um, I haven't been to a family reunion since I was, like, a little kid, since I was, like, little young, you know. And I thought it was going to be awkward because, like, what I've learned about myself is that when I get around a lot of people that I don't know, I tend to be anti and just, like, not give them good vibes. But right. went to, like, a little event before that, and I had, like, five sangrias. <laughs> You okay. Know, you know, it was Saturday, so I was like, might as well drink a little bit. Um, so when I went to the family reunion. I was like really loose and just fine and talking to a good three people. You know, I had my limit. Okay, three people. I was like, okay, cool, talking to them. But no, um, besides that, like I've actually been having fun. I've been out in Baltimore, kicking it, drinking, like getting into my normal mojo. Um, still on the quest. Well, I'm not really looking for friends, but it's just kind of weird not having friends here. So, right. like, um, just trying to get acclimated with, like, the culture here and how fucking rude these bitches is over here. I'd be ready to kill a bitch. You hear me? But it's cool, okay. you know. It's chill. What about you? What you been up to? Uh, I've been chilling. I've been working. I got two jobs now, so. Mm. Oh, I work yeah, one job, and I go to another job, and this job is retail, so. How you feel about yeah. it? You like out with the people now, then, huh? You like out on the yeah. I, I come across different people every damn day. I'm in that bitch. People you it's know, true. people that you know, or oh, here and there. So far, I came across two people that I know. Oh, okay, okay. And they was like older. Like one dude was a dude that I ain't seen him in like years, and like he was like, I know you from somewhere. I was like, yeah. I was like, I, was, I can't remember where exactly. Then we finally figured it out. <laughs> Okay. But it's cool. They just be like, they be stressing me. I'm like, girl, I'm like, I don't like, because I still got that mindset of like, girl, here. <laughs> That's just my second job, so I yeah. don't really give a damn what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. But I mean, but I, I mean, it's a good thing. It's something you doing something like kind of outside of your norm, like you out. Like, yeah, because I ain't done retail in years. Like, cause I used to work at Kohl's like about like five, six years ago. So it was a long time ago when I was like. 20 up to like, no, like I was about from like 19 to like 21. I worked at Coles just, just about like 20, like 20, I want to say. Okay. About like two or three years. Cool. But it was cool. Other than that, I was in my cousin's wedding um, last night. That was beautiful. Now I'm in the wedding mood. I'm looking for me a man. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, I was all dapper in my suit. It was the niggas, it was some niggas in. The fucking um. Did you catch the bouquet? Well, you know I can't catch the bouquet, but I didn't. I didn't get a chance to catch yeah, the garter belt. Why come you can't? I would have pushed like move, bitch, bitch. I want to move all them holes out. Okay. Well, you know the men is supposed to catch the garter belt, but he like he did a little 
little light toss, so it went to the very first person in the front row. I was in the back expecting to catch it. <laughs> I was like, damn it. But it was cool, though. It was real smooth. It was nice. I really enjoyed it. That was my first time being in a wedding and hell going to a wedding because I ain't been to a wedding since since his daddy got married to my auntie. Dang. That was when we were kids. Wow. Uh, yeah. It was like 25-something years ago. Yeah, the first wedding I was in was my mama's wedding when I was a kid. And then um, the last wedding I've been to was in, like, 2016. That was, like, my first gay wedding. And, like, yeah. It's crazy. Like, I, I remember you did go to that. Yeah, a lot of people don't get married that I know. Like, but, you know, it's always fun to go to weddings and stuff. Because it kind of gives you, like, a refresher. Because, you know, with today's society, everybody is just fucking and running and laundering and fucking. And it's just, like, it's kind of refreshing to see, like, somebody can build a bond and, you know, give themselves mm-hmm. to each other, I guess. So, before we get started, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? All right, my name is Kai Yen, which you could just call me Yen. Um, I'm from St. Louis area, um, but I lived in Kansas City the last four years. Um, that's how I was, you know, blessed to meet Tony and everybody else mm-hmm. that we're friends with. Um, I am in a relationship at the moment, and like I'm really, really outgoing and stuff when I want to be. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> Like, I have, like, that, that it's, like, a time and place for me. Like, I'm really, I think I'm, I can't say I'm a really nice person. Like, I, I guess I am very chill. But I also, I also can be, like, wild and stuff like that. I'm really a good person to get to know. I feel like I am, like, a genuine person. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much everything y'all really need to know. Everything else y'all will find out if y'all get the opportunity to, you know, be blessed with my presence and my fresh. I'm just like, nah. But, um, <laughs> nah, but. Um, yeah, that's everything. I mean, y'all can follow me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram name is Brown Coffee, so B R W N K L F F E E. Um, yeah, I mean, I have a YouTube uh channel going on, I haven't updated it recently, but um, I'm gonna update that soon. But if you go on my Instagram, you can just click the link on my bio and it'll take you to my YouTube channel. But yeah, that's pretty much it at the moment. Um, aspiring barber. I look to have my own barbershop coming soon. I'm not sure where yet because I, I live in Baltimore right now, but I don't not sure if I want to like stay here for long. So, not mm-hmm. sure, but that's just what I'm looking into right now. Okay. Well, now that we got that out the way, it's time for oh yeah, just like I told D'Angelo on the last show, it's still the reads because I came up with the title, so I'm taking everything. <laughs> Transferring. So we're gonna go ahead and start okay. with the reads. <laughs> so the first thing on the reads and the hot topics is Pose. Pose was renewed for a season three already after the first episode. Right. That's very that's that's good because I know last time I was telling um the people on the other podcast that like I really wasn't getting into pose like that, which was bad because like I was involved in the barroom scene heavily at one point. But I mm-hmm. did get a chance to watch season one about like four or five episodes. Um, and it's pretty good. Like, I think I like, cause it like brings out a lot of things in the barroom community or just the LGBT community period. So, um, I like that show. Definitely. If you want any knowledge about like the LGBT community and stuff like that, if you're interested, that is kind of a show that you can watch to kind of get some insight on how all this came about. But I'm very happy for the cast members and everybody who got everything put together with that because like, um, you know, being uh, LGBT, being a part of the LGBT community um, and being a part of the society is, like, very different. We're starting to become more accepted um, in today's community, and it's just, like, it's an amazing thing to see, for real. It 
really is. So since you watched the first season, was any of the, did you watch any of the touching episodes that make you cry? No, I haven't. It's kind of I I want to watch those uh, episodes, but I just get like so scared. I don't know, just because I just I don't know. I just want to try to stay. They do they, they put it out there. Yeah, I know. Just like when I watch uh, when they see us, like I watched that show, and like if I, I like got you haven't watched it yet. Mm-mm, not yet. Oh my god, that show is very touching, and like honestly, I like cry like tears came down my eyes like four or five times just watching like the little mini series or whatever and after i got done watching it like i wanted to watch it again because it was so good but every time i started to watch it like my stomach would drop it's just like i was like so scared to watch it again because like, i just knew my feelings would be hurt you know how like you just you want to watch something because it's good but it's like it's it's just i couldn't watch it again it was just like too much for me to bear so same thing right. with like pose i just like i want to watch it but if it's gonna be crazy and like heartbreaking, it's like oh, like I don't want to go through those emotions, so I just kind of stick away from it. But um, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna run across them and get to watching them. Yeah, it's touching because you know I've, I've I've lost like two family members to the AIDS disease, so like that shit really hits home. Like when you watch that and just see what people go through and how they treated people back then. Yeah. And within this season, on the new season, season two, it's it's starting off in the '90s now. So the main cast member who found out she had AIDS in the last season in the eighties, so it's been ten years. Her she just um found out that she now has AIDS pretty much. Right. Yeah. She started out take medication. Yeah, I actually did watch the first. I actually did watch um that the first episode of the new season. So yeah, I did um see that. It's so, the girl Blanca, right? Yeah, Blanca. Yeah. So with you being in the ballroom scene and the part of the ballroom scene, and it would have been well coming off of Pride Month and just all the praise that the ballroom is getting nowadays, what do you feel like about what do you feel the direction how about how the direction the ballroom is going right now? Um, it's going many different ways. I feel like um it depends on who you are and what it, the ballroom scene does for you. I feel like um if you're a like, popular in the ballroom scene. Well, you could get a um, you could build a platform or a fan base from the ballroom scene that could take you to different um heights as far as like being in the media and things like that. Um, I feel like it's bringing awareness um to the ballroom scene. Okay, so and the LGBT community, like we're mainly like gay men or women, um, things like that. Um, but we do accept like um, like heterosexual people want to get involved. But I feel like honestly, like the direction that ballroom is going now is starting to become very uh, um, gentrified. Like it's starting to become more yeah. like I don't know, like it's starting to become more like a mainstream thing, which is okay. Like because we want to be accepted, but on the flip side, it's like now I feel like like I watched yesterday a coach commercial. And the commercial had, like, yeah, it had, like, Vogue in and stuff like that. Okay, that's fine. But my thing is with it is that are these companies doing this to get exposure, to put exposure on the LGBT community? Or are they using it for propaganda and marketing? Just because they see that that's something that is on the rise. The LGBT community has been more accepted. So they're using that for marketing to draw attention to their companies. um, Right. Trying to show, like, oh, 
basically make tricking the LGBT community to um be more into their brands because they know that we want to be accepted. So, um, but the ballroom scene is very different from when I came out. It's very different from when I before I came out. Um, I think it's still fun, but it's not as fun because, like, again, like being that there's like um people go to ballroom and they go to ballroom they go to balls and they like go on live and stuff it makes it good for people who can't make it to the balls but it also makes people feel the need to not go because it's like i don't have right. to go to the ball like i could just watch it on live or i could just wait and then go on uh, ballroom throwbacks on you on youtube and watch the clips so the balls are not as packed as they used to be um stuff like that but i feel like the direction they're going as far as like media wise is good it's a ballroom scene in paris now um, all over. So I feel like it's becoming mainstream. And one last thing, I feel like it can, it's good and or bad for uh, transgender women because it's bringing more exposure to the fact that there are transgender women. And just being on Facebook and having a lot of transgender um, people on my Facebook, some people don't agree with that. Some people don't. Some of the transgender women do not like that it's being exposed because they like to just live their life and blend in and not have anybody looking at them and not right. being knowledgeable about transgender women because they want to be able to not get clocked or get be spooked or be like noticed by, you know, heterosexual men. They just want to live their regular life. So basically Amaya, um, these are transgender women that are like out on the, like in the media now, they're creating lanes for, women that don't have to walk those lanes. Like, y'all creating lanes, it, it's making it seem like it's all peachy. Like, oh, I'm a transgender woman, woman, everything's cool for me, la da 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 but it's not uh, making it safer for women who live in the, trans women who live in the hood who still want to walk to the corner store and not be bothered. Right. Like, now, you know, people who watch TV a lot, they're knowing, like, there are transgender women around, so now they're more skeptical. So now, you know, a lot of straight people do not know how to mind their business when it comes to uh, us, when it comes to us. So if they see or they feel like they think somebody's trans, they're going to try to harm them and things like that. So, I mean, ballroom, again, it has played a good part in some things and other ways, no. Okay. Well, the next up I got on the list is Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop won MTV's award for the reality of royalty award and the white people were very upset. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see that they were upset. I saw that they won the award though. But yeah, why, so were they, that, why were they upset? They was mad because that gets the out to me honestly, I feel like they feel like how dare a, a black show that everybody considers ratchet win a reality royalty award. So they was going up against like um the real world I think, um, Jersey Shore uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, all those different shows. And uh, when they announced that they won, they panned to the people, the, the contestants' faces, and they was just looking. You could see them mouth and shit like, what the fuck? And the Jersey Shore table, the Jersey Shore kids was very, very upset. Um, it was a dude named Johnny Bananas who was a part of the MTV um, The Challenge show, and he they were nominated as well. So he pulled a Kanye and got on the stage and got the microphone and was like that they should have won the award and uh, all this other kind of shit. MTV edited it out, so it kind of went from one scene to the next scene, and it was kind of like showing them looking a little confused, and that's because he got on stage and got the talking all type of crazy shit, and they got him off the stage. 
but I really feel like it's like a black thing. Like y'all, y'all mad because Love and Hip Hop is considered ratchet TV, and ratchet TV came in and snatched that trophy. Like you can't help, they can't help the numbers that they pull in. Right? Yeah, people love the drama that we give. They love the action. People love everything about the black people, so I don't understand why they're shocked because it's been happening for a long time. Like y'all just mad because y'all take and do everything y'all can from our people, and y'all try to put it on y'all shit. And just like it doesn't work, you bitches don't look that fucking show tan as fuck, looking red like fucking lobsters, and y'all still right. not doing it. Then like, um, I mean, at the end of the day, like if you think about it outside, like people watch Love and Hip Hop, like that's something that has been going on for a long time, and like everybody loves it. Cardi B was on that, K Michelle, like people that are like you know what I'm saying, people have came up from that show, and it's like it's a good show, it's good. I mean, I don't watch it anymore, like, but um. I remember season two of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, like, which should be my shit. Jocelyn had that, like, everything. So, I, it was a running, it's had a good running, I feel like. Mm, they're doing good. So, sorry for y'all on Jersey Shore and the challenge, but y'all lost. Get over it. Move <laughs> right. on. Right. So, next, I have Megan Thee Stallion. She is on a tour with Meek Mill, Future, and YG, and DJ Mustard. She's the only girl on the tour. I really, I like, like when we did our little um, episode for the who coming up next. Up next. Yeah, mm-hmm. up next. You know what? I really slept on the situation. Like, I didn't think that, you know. But you just never know um, what happened. Like, Megan is definitely on the rise. Um, I'm happy for her that she's, like, touring and stuff like that. She's getting bookings and things like that. I like her sound. Uh, I like what she give. Um, did you hear about the, the tweets that resurfaced about her? Comment her saying faggot. Girl, no, I ain't seen that yet. So they must they must be trying it, but I ain't seen no shit like that. Yeah, so they basically went back in the motherfucking archives how they always do. I don't understand why they do this. This is so stupid. But they went in the archives and I guess Megan got into it with someone. I don't know if the person was gay or straight, but um she was like, This faggot just pissed me off. Now mind you, this was in I think she was, like, 15 or something. It was, like, a long time ago. First of all, like, nobody's canceling Megan, for one. Two, oh. two like, I'm sick of y'all trying to find shit to, 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 like, pay on these people. That happened 10 years ago. Like, stop trying to, um, like, make... I, I, like I told this dude, because I commented on um, this dude's post when he said, like, they found something or whatever. And I was like, it's sad that, you know, people always try to go, try to go find something um, to like pin on these people like homophobic things that like you can clearly tell that this is not where this woman's head is like you can tell she's for all and it's like you don't even sometimes you don't even have to ask you can just look at somebody and see their aura see how they the, the way they do everything in their everyday life that that's not what they are um, but then somebody responded to me wanting to argue like no it's sad that every time um, that all these rappers always have like a homophobic past blah 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 like, and they're not being held accountable. And my thing is, baby girl, I've said so much offensive shit 10 years ago that I had no knowledge about that now I look back on it like, whew, like, that was very fucking ignorant of me to say or to think or to do. Like, I would be pissed if somebody held me accountable for something I did or said I was 15. Like, apology or not, I feel like... Yeah, I don't feel like you should... should, Honestly, I don't feel like you should have to apologize for what you did and said as a kid. Like, 15, you're, in high, you're a freshman in high school. I don't feel like you should have to apologize to anybody about something you said when you were a kid. 
that's just beyond me. I don't care if you're famous, but now, not like you're still human. I don't care. Like, I'm not expecting nobody to be like, well, she did. She already apologized for it once, but then she retweeted. She was like, I already apologized about that situation. Um, clearly, you can see where my head is now. Blah 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 blah. So she basically she she addressed it, but she like paid. It was like, look, this is what it is. I'm not doing this with y'all. Like, whatever. Okay. And I love that she did that because, bitch, I'm getting sick of that. Like, y'all try to find any every reason to like to like go at an artist. It's just like it is what it is. It is what it is. Like she said something as a kid. Boom. Okay. She was a kid. Hey. So are you gonna go see? Are you gonna go see? I honestly don't know if I'm going to go see Megan or not, because I don't got no days for no vacation. <laughs> yeah. So um, Megan will have to be on the back burner, but so she'll be going on plenty more tours. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. She, she She's the head of Cardi, beating, beating Cardi doing the tour. Cardi ain't done the tour yet. Yeah. Um, and I got another thing. People always come in for her and Megan's in her outfit, like Yes, she dressed like a WWE wrestler, but oh well, like get over yeah. it. Like all these girls are dressed in fashion over half the time they look cute because they have a good stylist and that comes over time with money. Right. Everybody is like Cardi B with the Atlantic back at her trying to make her the next Nikki. Like it takes time. And she she dresses in her own style. I actually think she'd be dressing cute. I like the outfits. I like the little two pieces. I like to see some pants sometimes, but what people don't understand is she's dressed in pants. And other shit before when before people started paying attention to her. Yeah. So now she's on to another style, and that's you know how yeah. body and all that other kind of shit. Honestly, like I love the um, uh, I love the whole like costume aspect. That's I love. That's like my shit because I feel like if you're going to be a performer, you need to be in a costume. Like you should, you shouldn't be up there in an outfit. I feel like it should be some type of like. Not wrestling outfit, but it's, you should be in costume. Like you're putting on a show. Like, I mean, you shouldn't be up there with a motherfucking pantsuit on or a fucking like, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't look like you're about yeah. to go clock in at work. You know what I'm saying? So I live for the whole costume. That's what she's supposed to give. And just like last night, I'm not sure if she was in Detroit or whatever, but she had on like army fatigue pants, like a fitted cap. But she said she was up there, she was just comfortable or whatever like that. But I like what she give um on stage now. As far as her attire off stage, it's only one. Like the only thing with me is, is like when she at the B tour was, she had on like some sandals. The only thing with me is she had on like some little flip flops. Yeah, little... No, the picture we remember the p- picture we posted in the group, and we was like talking about like how she like had on like. Ah, uh, that was that that was like a after show type deal. But my thing is like you posed for you. It was a backdrop. You posed for a picture like. You you had on flip flops, okay, fine, but your toes wasn't even done. Like you once, then like it's like something happened to her left foot, left toe, or whatever. I don't know. That but, like, looks I feel, a little, it looks a little fake to me. Like somebody like photoshopped it. Because I was like, why would they not paint all her toes? Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know, probably. But besides that, I love that. That's why I love Asian Doll because Asian Doll she gets in costume, like she puts on like. Yeah, I give her that. I love that. Like it's like you're you're performing, you're giving a show, so you're in costumes, so you got all the dramatics. It's like I don't want you. I mean, if you're in a red carpet, you're in a pretty dress. Okay, that's fine. But what made Nikki um stand out? She was in costume, like she was coming up there. If Nikki career, if she would have came through with just black hair, black dress, the dress all the time, she probably wouldn't have popped as much as she did. She gave all the mm-hmm. theatrics. She gave like you know camp, like the um 
like this year's um Meg Geller. Like she gave looks and stuff like that. And I like that. I feel like that's what she's supposed to do. Um, have you did you hear the um the feature with her Juicy J the Juicy J song feature her and City Girls? No, I have been hearing about that. Where is that? Is it out here? Yes, I actually um my friend sent it to me yesterday. Um I'll have to listen it's one of those songs you gotta listen to in the car. Of course, okay. Megan delivered. She came. She started the song off, and then Juicy J came, and then Carisha came. And I'm sorry, Carisha, like, killed, like she, out free JT. That's all I'm gonna say. Girl, I'm gonna keep hold my girl Carisha down because she's holding the group down like nobody else can. Yeah, she's holding it down, but it's just like I don't. It's just like I don't know how to explain it to the point where it's just. And JT will be home soon. We finally got a date, so she will be home pretty soon. Yeah, less than 90 days. So that's what I'm waiting on. I'm happy. Um, and if the bitch don't come out in 90 days, I'm going to have to go up to the penitentiary myself and knock on the door and right. say, notion. like, what's up? But no, back to the business. Shout out to Megan, though. I, I live for the, the up-and-coming situation. I think she will go far, especially because she's, like, um, she's not problematic. Right. She's problematic, and she's just, she's in school. Like, she's doing her thing. She's bringing a different sound, like a more tough, like, you know, sound and stuff. So. Okay. Well, speaking of problematic, we have Black China on the list. <laughs> um, her, like, Black China's trailer for her new documentary show on the Zeus Network has debuted. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like it's going to be real good. I don't like the fact that Rob Kardashian is trying to keep her from letting Dream record and be on the show when she can be on the Kardashian show. Right, what? Are you hearing about that? Yes. No. Um, Rob does not want her dream. He, he said he does not give consent to have a dream filmed on her reality show. Okay, well, that's, not, he, that's her daughter, too. So it's like, okay, exactly. what, what can you say? Like, she's on a TV show. You can't, that's her daughter. Like, you allowed your daughter to be on your family's show. Like, what do you mean? And you're not even on the fucking show. So, how, like, you need to. Right. That, that's a pop up appearances. Right, yeah, definitely. That's her fucking daughter came out of her pussy. So what are you saying? She can't have her daughter on her on her own show. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty good though. Now I have. Have you seen the Megatron video? Yeah, I have seen the Megatron video. I do want to say I. I do want to say I love the Megatron song. Like I. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first heard it, I was like, it wasn't what I expected because I just, just seen the word Megatron, I thought she was going to body the song. It was going to be like one of those shit-talking songs where she just go off, she clicking yeah. out, going off on the people. So it wasn't what I expected, but I really enjoyed Megatron. Like, I love Megatron for sure. Um, I did watch the video. The video didn't really give me anything. It just gave me like... Yeah, it could have been better. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. reminded me of, um, you know, um, it reminded me of Anaconda video. Just yeah. the vibes it gave me, Anaconda... Yeah, it was like that. But I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm like, girl, give us something, Nikki. You be, you've been gone, so girl, well, I'll take whatever you're giving. Definitely a fun summer song. Um, I can hear it in the club. Like I was, I think I was. I don't know where I was, but maybe my, maybe my damn car, because I had so much fun in my car. But like, <laughs> I was just in the back, I'm just like, oh my god, like this is my shit. Like I was drunk. I'm just like, hey, bite me, bite me, that incite me. Hey, <laughs> I see. Okay, now you know she's married. Have you heard about she got like, her married? What? Yeah, she announced it on Clean Radio that they that she that she's not pregnant, but she said that they did go get their marriage license. 
Oh, nice. That's what's up. Yeah. Like, I live for it. It's oh, definitely, yeah. she's definitely a point in her career where she's done things um, that are like top notch. So, I mean, I feel like her getting married and stuff like that, she's at a good point in her career where she can just, you know, be married, be happy, just chill. And then that's that. I want to okay. say she had a fine ass boyfriend, fine ass fiance, yeah. husband, whatever he is now. Oh, my God. Oh, giving a good dick. <laughs> right. Giving a, a good dick. A good dick will make you do some crazy things. I've been waiting to talk about this. Cardi <laughs> B allegedly indicted on 14 counts for the bar brawl, and she was caught on video throwing a bucket of ice. Throw what? Throwing one of those ice buckets, so that they bring the liquor out in. Yeah. Carter got her on camera throwing throwing a bucket of ice. Throwing a bucket of ice where at, at who? And I guess the girls. Oh, the same night when the incident happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, the same night. Like so, she was there. So, but Cardi's oh, wow. been real arrogant and been cocky with it. She was on stage, so I'm talking about screaming. She's not going to jail. She's not going to jail. So much she has a daughter to take care care of, so she can't go to jail. But I'm like, girl, I'm like, hmm. they doing all this to you, and she already turned down the plea deal that they offered her, which would have wouldn't have gave her no jail time. She would just had like. The file is a misdemeanor, but she feels she hasn't done anything, so she's not going to take the plea deal. Mm. Well, yeah, I feel like that she, um, I feel like I'm all about if you did the crime, you do the time. So if she um, did do those things and they got her on camera and stuff, then that's on her. Like, she never know how to shut the fuck up anyway. So if she clicked out and did that and, you know, they got the people on her, then that's just what it is. Like, that's on her. Like, I mean, I wish her the best, but at the same time, um, Definitely, if she did it, then lock her up. Oh, <laughs> and if so, I feel like she if she get if she get locked up, like it's probably gonna be a lot of time. She probably get out soon. But I know what's gonna do is just gonna boost her. Well, the thing about it is, I feel like with her career is still this is like her prime right now. Like she's in a good place. So if she goes to jail, nobody's gonna be able to hold her down like how Carisha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's, it's just like she's just gonna be not here at all. Imagine Carissa not performing at all. Like, nothing happened at all. Like, nothing. It'll be nothing to... Because Carissa... I mean, mm, Cardi, like, when she doesn't make music and music gonna come out, she's on Instagram, like, going off about dumb shit. Or she's doing stuff. She's standing in the media in some type of way. So it's, like, carrying over. But if you're in jail and there's nothing you can do, it's gonna be silence. No music. You probably have music recorded and stuff. But we're going to know that you're not going to be able to perform it and do stuff like that. So it's like, you know, it's just going to not be what it is. Okay. Now, speaking of Carisha, she performed at the BET Awards, and I have the BET Awards as the last thing on the Hot Topics. This okay. year's awards was pretty good. Regina Hall did a nice job with hosting. I will say I feel like as many female artists that they have popping right now, it should have been way more female artists performing. Yeah, um, they had a lot of the female artists that they should have performed. They had them performing at the pre-show, like they had right. Sweetie perform my type at the pre-show. Megan The Stallion performed at the pre-show, and I'm like, right. Megan out of anybody should have been performing. And like she was nominated, she was she should have been performing. Like Cardi yeah. performed, y'all should have had Megan The Stallion performing. That would have been extra lit. But yeah, I know how be yeah, yeah, Cardi did a good job with opening up the beat. So. Yes, for her recorded live vocals.
Hello. Hello. Oh, my bad. We had a little technical difficulty. Oh. Sorry, people. Sorry about we that. We back. Sorry about that. <laughs> I had a call. Oops. And I. Oops. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. And I. <laughs> yes. But so, yes, but... Cardi did good. Um, my favorite performance was Cardi. Um, Teresha coming out and performing, and and Mary J. Blige's um tribute that she and her melody kind of the songs that she did. I liked all that. Little, I forgot what you called that when we do a little uh, medley, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how she had, um, you know, clout and then she went into, yeah, like, um, I, I think I liked how Offset, I like Offset part a lot too. Yeah, his little performance, was yeah, little when, he got, when he got like in the middle when they was going around, he was just like bouncing. I don't know why I lived for that part, it was funny because yeah, you know, he'd be pop locking and shit, but you know, he likes yeah. to dance, yeah, yeah. I saw them on like the old YouTube videos and stuff. Uh, and I will say her. Her did a really good performance as well. She did. It was real power to the people type. I actually didn't get a chance to watch her. I watched a little bit of it, I think, but I didn't really watch it like that. Yeah, <laughs> I would say it was cool, but it could have been it could have been better. It was having a lot of technical difficulties in the beginning at the pre-show. There was mm-hmm. no sound. There was just only video. No audio was going for like a good 30 minutes. Mm. And they finally got it together. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, she but it was cool. I'll give y'all about six stars, BT. I'll give y'all six stars. Yeah, that's like, you know, normally... I mean, I feel like the BT watch is kind of cool, but, you know, I really watched... Uh, this is, like, my first year, like, back watching everything. Because I just saw for a minute, I started watching TV. I just was like, you know, my life was just... You know, I was just always outside and stuff. Now I got time to chill, lay back, so... But I feel like, yeah, it was a good show, like, performance-wise, like... Okay. So we still do the bops of the week up in this bitch. So <laughs> what is your bop for this week? My bop of the week. Oh my god, yeah. My favorite song right now. I'm so obsessed. It's a song on Chris Brown's new album. Um, it's a two part song. It's called um the first part of it's called BP. Um, and the second part is called uh No Judgment. And it's like my favorite fucking song. Like No Judgment. That part of the song is just like my favorite type of song. So definitely go check that out. I've been listening to it like nonstop, like crazy. I love that song. What about yours? My bop of the week is I say they're probably gonna be like, this bitch always doing Megan the Stallion, but I'm sorry I can't <laughs> help it. But um Cognac Queen, that is just my cut. Cognac I listen to that song Queen. Oh that's surprising because um, I know you really when it comes to rap songs, you don't really like slow, you know, like slow R and B track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like I like shit like that. Like mm-hmm. that's the type of shit that I like when it's slow, because I really don't like slow rap. But yeah, I was just feeling it. Like her, I, I her. She does a real good job of of singing and rapping. It comes out really. Yeah, cute. yeah, yeah. I'm on my yak. I wanna dance. I wanna just yeah. Okay. So everybody, today the main topic is build me a man. Build don't me. We all wish we could. Man. Don't we wish we could? Man, because so I'm going to always ask me. you my bad, right. right? Now, you could. I'm going to ask you the questions and I'm going to answer my I'm going to answer the questions as well. Okay, now this might be a little different since you got a man, but <laughs> you know, yeah, you can pretty much it, you can still answer the questions. There's yeah, ways you yeah, can answer, yeah, yeah, most definitely. I'm gonna keep so the first one is if you could build a boyfriend, what would he be like? Um. 
I w- I'm gonna go with like mentally, like as far as like personality wise, because honestly, when it comes mm-hmm. to physical, like I like tall, short, dark brown, like like when it comes to that, like I have a preference. But if I was to like build a man, um, I I need my man to be un fucking problematic. Like I need him to not yeah. be, uh, like one of those people who are. I need him to be like understanding person, somebody who has their views but knows how to be understanding to where we can um basically come to a conclusion and agreement on certain things. Like now I don't want to have a man that acts like me or does things like me or want to be me <laughs> per se. Like mm-hmm. I want you to have your own hobbies, your own things you're interested in. I want somebody who's very active, um, somebody who's productive, like doing things with themselves, like uh, somebody who's very supportive. Like that's what I need in my life. Cause I'm one of those people where I procrastinate a lot <laughs> and I bullshit a lot. And I need somebody to like help push me, be encouraging and things like that. Um, what else? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I feel like that would just have to be like a good like vibe. When I say that, I mean, like, if we go out anywhere, like, being able to communicate and being, like, nice to other people, I guess. Like, if somebody was to approach us, knowing how to be, you know, just a good time and stuff like that. Like, I don't really, like, stuck up um, people to the point where it's, like, they give people attitude and stuff. Like, I don't like that. I don't think that's attractive. I don't think that's, I don't like, I like, I like a uh, uh, really like a mannerable person. Oh yes, the person with manners. Oh my god, I need you to have manners. Like be fucking respectful, twenty four seven. Like know how to talk, know how to d- deliver in a in a in a nice way. You know. So, but everything else is fine. Like you could do whatever else besides that. Like as far as like, um, like a sexual orientation and things like that, it don't matter to me. Or like you know masculinity wise or feminine like that I really don't matter to me just, um, at all so well it's a little different for me so <laughs> I need my man to be a strict top you can be a verse top that's fine if you want a little dick every now and again uh-huh. but um, yeah I need you mostly to like to fuck mm-hmm. and I'm not I don't really care about dick size as long as I ain't super small I'm cool but I mean, hey to a small penis, and I'm gonna have to make I'm making that work. Yeah, be screaming like ain't nobody's business. Yeah, <laughs> and let me see. Um, it really don't matter. I like short boys, I like medium sized boys, I like tall boys. Uh-huh. Um, I want him to be honest. I don't like no cheaters. I don't want no cheating ass nigga. Right, straightforward, um, honest. Yeah, just honest ass. And if you if you done done some shit, just come out and just straight up tell me. I'll respect you more for just telling me that you didn't cheat it, and we might be able to work past it. I'm not really down for some cheating, but I know that sometimes you got to go through some shit in a relationship. Yeah. Not everybody shit is perfect. Everybody got stories. Right. So, uh, that would I was building. Oh, sorry. Because mm-hmm. I mean, now when I was when I was just thinking about what I just said about you gotta be a, you can be a top or a bottom. I do got to say you have to be able to get some take some dick. I'm not saying. You gotta be willing to get fucked because I was in a relationship where I was like the bottom of the relationship, and mm-hmm. I went into the relationship knowing like, okay, yeah, I know he's a top, blah blah blah. It's okay, but I always thought like, oh, maybe I'll be able to get him if he loved me. He would, you know, let me fuck. And there were like two times where I attempted to fuck, and it was such a struggle. It was such a like, it was like trying to fucking 
put my dick into a brick wall. It's just like they was, it was just too much going on. So ultimately, I found that I was not happy with the relationship, and that was because that was one of the reasons why. Because like I need to be able, like I don't mind getting, I don't mind, you know, what I'm saying having sex either way. But I need to be able to have fuck you. I need to be able to do that. Like it doesn't even have to be like all the time or every other week. But I need to be able. That needs to be accessible. If it's one night where I'm feeling like, you know, I want to smash, I want to be able to. Like, I know you may not be comfortable with it, but I need you to at least be willing to want, you know, want to be. But, yeah, I cannot date a strict top. I really can't. I think if I – I I probably can mess around with a strict top, somebody who I just mess around with, I see we go on dates. But as far as being in a, a very exclusive relationship, like, and only dealing with them, that can't happen. You better build your man up the right way. Huh? I said you better build your man the right way. <laughs> yeah, that's just one thing I just cannot deal with. So, what are some must-haves when you're building a man? Like, what does he have to have? Again, I would have to say they have to have, like, you have to be respectful. Like, respect me and everything that comes under that. Like, again, what you said, like, with the cheating and all that, like, I know sometimes it comes with that. Like, we're all young. We're still exploring. Some people just, you know. But I think they must have the qualities of a good person, of a good man. Like, so that means, like, you got to be um, ambitious. You got to be determined. And, again, it may be – I may want those things because I know sometimes I like those things. Sometimes I can get um, distracted by life itself. And sometimes I may feel down and not want to do things. I need somebody to help pick me up and to encourage me to uh, put my best foot forward and things like that. So, again, they have to be a supporting person. For real. Okay. Let me think. So, must-haves. I put up with a lot of shit, so my must-haves <laughs> really ain't. It ain't too much. I would say I would just like him to have his own place. That is a must-have for me just because I like to go – I like to chill in my house, but I like to get away from my house and chill yeah. with a nigga at their own shit. Yeah. And I don't got time. If I want to do a little something, I got to worry about, oh, your mama about to come upstairs, your brother <laughs> about to bust in the room. Yeah. Or just you stay with your homie. Like, if you stay with your homie, like, you need to have your own room. Yeah. Oh, that's, hell yeah. That's have your own room. Don't be like, on the couch. I'm, most I'm not sucking dick on nobody's couch waiting on somebody to walk through the if door. So, if you, if you are in that situation, you got 30, 90 days at the most, but you got 30 days to begin things together. Because if you if you are doing that, you are on somebody's couch, a relationship is the last thing you need to be worried about. You need to be worried about hustling and getting your things together so you can be on your own feet. Because exactly. just from experience, like me, I've ran into a lot of relationships where – my situation really wasn't the best for myself. Um, and I know I probably was, like, a fucking headache for the person I was dealing with just because, like, I didn't have things in order. And it's like they fell victim to me not being responsible. So it's like um, me just reflecting myself. Like, I need the person to really have your shit going on. Like, and then you, you may not – I don't need you to be rich. I don't need you to have hella money. As long as you're able to take care of yourself, then we're fine. As long as we go out, you can pay, or I can pay this time, we can split the bill, that's fine. I don't need you to buy me nothing, I can buy my own shit. I don't need you to spoil me, I will spoil myself. But I do, I don't mind getting the gifts either, but I'm not going to be looking for you to buy me shit or, you know, stuff like that. But 
And this is like my birthday. I will be expecting some shit for my birthday and Christmas and Valentine's Day. Yeah. The kind of three main holidays. <laughs> right. So, you know, sometimes when you buy some shit from the manufacturer, it has defects in it, right? You said so, what? I think, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like when you, when you buy yeah. shit from the manufacturer, sometimes it has like a, like a defect in it. Yeah, uh huh. The bitches be refurbished. Yes. What is some refurbished? <laughs> what, is, what is a defect that your man could have that you could deal with? Mm. Um, I'm just thinking about like a lot of things uh, that I've been through that I feel like, like I well, I could say that somebody I've dated. Some stuff that I didn't like that they did, but I had to deal with it because if I was to speak on it, it'd be like petty. And that is, um, <laughs> it's gonna sound so petty. Like, I hate when people, like, if I'm like, somebody like smacking on their food while they eat. Oh my God, I don't know why that irritates me, but that's just something that's like, okay, you're doing it. I don't like it, but I, it is what it is. I'm not, I can't be petty and be like, oh, no, I'm not dealing with you because you eat this same way or do that, or that um or um i would say uh some things i can deal with is somebody um uh i don't know i gotta kind of think about that a little more well, but that's yeah, like one of my, my defects i smack my food sometimes like it feels good oh baby it. i already know between you and d'angelo oh no <laughs> no between <laughs> you d'angelo and my boyfriend oh my god i'll be like no, my boyfriend definitely takes the cake. I'll be like, that. I'm like, I'll be like, is this your first time eating? Like, for okay. the first time in your like, this is your first time eating for the first time in like in your life. Like, this gotta be the first time you ever ate. Cause he'd be like, I'm like, um, <laughs> did you not eat? <laughs> this is crazy. Maybe but... like a dog flopping the food up. Yeah, but it's like something I can deal with. But it's something that I've learned to deal with. Cause my brother. Used to do it all the time. Used to annoy the fuck out of me. We'll damn it get into a fight about it because I it just does something to my temper. I don't know why, but it's I would say a defect I can deal with is I can deal with if a nigga come quick. I mm. can kind of deal with that. Well, yeah, because that's that's a defect a lot of these niggas got. A lot of these niggas come quick. Yeah, but I can make it work. Yeah, that's a yeah because I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to get like plunged all day, right? Like, I needed to be in that the first stage where it's like it hurt so good, but mm-hmm. then like it gets to the point where it's like maybe just like water splashing, and then um, you still taking all. I'm like, eh, no, I needed to be like nice, a nice, like I don't know, I don't have to have long sex. I've never even noticed how long I've had, had sex, but um, long as it was like short and cute and nice, and just like, oh, oh, like it was like. It's not about how long. It's about the things you've done in those minutes. Like, the things right. you do in the, in that section of time is what make the sex good. It's the vote being vocal, the ass slapping, the head, the choking, the, you know, the nickel, nipple licking, and all, it's not all that, the kissing. It's all about that moment, so. Okay. Coming quick, I could definitely deal with that, too. So, what are some defects that you just cannot deal with? Cannot deal with. I would definitely say the the lying shit. The lying, like, cause you just don't know a person lies until you really get to know them. And then when you first start noticing that lying, it's just like, okay, I cannot deal with this. Like, I don't know what you will lie about, big or small. 
Um, and especially if you're a habitual life. That's something like I just cannot deal with. And I also cannot deal with people dealing with their exes. So like if I'm dating you, I don't mind if you're you and your ex have a friendship. Or let me just say this. I don't mind if we see if you see your ex out of pub and you say hi. Or you know what I'm saying? But if you're dealing with your ex still, that's a deal breaker for me. I will leave you right then and there. I'm not doing the whole ex thing because I know me. I know a lot of different people. When it comes to exes, like you're more prone to deal with your ex and cheat with your ex than anybody because you trust right. that person. Um, even if that person is in a relationship themselves, like y'all trust each other. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why it's like that, but it's like that. So if I find out anything about you dealing with your ex, that's just something I would have to nip in the butt. Like, you know what? I'm good. Because it's just like, even though you might be done with that person, I feel like you're not going to keep cheating on me with that person. Like I'm, So, yeah, I cannot deal with somebody if they're continuing to deal with their ex. Okay. Now, see, that's a little difficult. You know me, I'm still friends, good friends with my ex. So people be asking me all the time, like, so what you going to do when you get you a man? I'm like, my ex ain't going nowhere. Like, that's my friend now. Like, we are really close. Yeah. And you're going to have yeah. to just deal with that. Like, no, I ain't going to never cheat on them with you. If I'm in a relationship, I'm going to be with you. But mm-hmm. for somebody that's been there for me through super tough times in my life, like, I'm not about to just cut them loose off because I got a man. Like, you got to fill up his yeah. shoes. I'm sorry to tell you, but you got to fill up his shoes. Definitely. And, I um, and, Yeah, I'm really cool with my exes, too. Like, there's no ex that I'm, like, that I hate. I don't have an ex that I'm just, like, because I'm not even worried about them. I don't care what they're doing. And, like, if I see them, hi. You know what I'm saying? One of my exes is my close best friend now. We don't talk every day or every month, but, like, Sean is my best friend. Um, Mm -hmm. My first adult friend, Jared, like, he cool as fuck. Like, I would sit down and have a drink with him and kick it. Like, we dated, like, fucking, it's 2019, but we dated, like, five, four, five, six years ago. Like, well, I'm tripping. But they like eight years ago, so it's like there's no bad blood, there's no issue, there's no problem with us. Like we're not thinking about each other like that. We don't look at each other like that. So it's just like I don't mind hanging out with him and having a good time. Like right. that's something that I wouldn't like bring up to my I don't know if it's wrong or not, but that's not something that I would um like if I'm hanging out with him, I wouldn't tell my current boyfriend like, Oh, this is my ex boyfriend from eight years ago. I don't feel like that needs to be said because we're not doing anything. At the at this point, we're cool. We're friends. So that's what I'm going to tell you. Like, it's, I'm not going to plant that seed for you to even wonder or think that, you know, that's something maybe going on because it's not. So I wouldn't even do that. And again, I don't know if that's a right or wrong thing to do. That's just how I handle things because I don't want issues. Okay. So, could you honestly deal with would you be happy with the perfect man? Like, can you honestly be happy with the perfect man? Um, the perfect man. Yeah, I feel like I can because, again, a perfect man will be everything that I want them to be. So, I definitely could say I could be happy with the perfect man. Like, I, I mean, and because I feel like if you're perfect, that means you're making me happy. If I think right. that you're perfect, so um, that means you're doing everything that I. That mean, if you're perfect, that mean I'm gonna be obsessed with you. I'm going to be in the fuck love with you. So whereas like you can't, you can't even do no wrong because I just think that you're perfect. So it's like anything you do that I feel like may be a little off the, you know, off the um, the scale. Again, that there would be things that I would just deal with because they're, you know, not that big of a deal. Okay. What about you? Uh, I feel like I could be happy with the perfect man. 
But I feel like I would always be on on pins and needles almost. I'd be like, you too perfect. Like, <laughs> I know you're doing something. Like, yeah. you know, it's not that often that you just come across a nigga that just checks all the boxes and it's just, well, besides yeah. myself. But, like, you know, like, niggas got ticks. And it's always mm-hmm. something that they up to doing something. Even I don't yeah. want you to be like a slick nigga. Like, I don't know. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to come off like, you. I don't want you to be good at faking being a perfect nigga. Yeah. I'll take you with a couple flaws, but you being perfect, I'm going to be looking at you like, like, what did I do to look up on you? Right. Well, I guess, um, yeah, I do understand what you're saying. I feel like I've, I've curved a lot of perfect men. Um, I think they may have been, they could have been perfect for me, but I was back then, I was really into the bad boy vibe. Like, I wanted you mm-hmm. to be like, a bad boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I can't even explain it. Like, if you was like, like, it was this guy, like, he was in college, he just seemed really nice, he wanted to take me out to dinner, but his personality was too nice. Like, he was too, like, he was too much of what I want now. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't like that back then. It's like, no, I need you to talk shit to me. I need this to be into fake little arguments. Like, I want to, when I see you, I want to wrestle. I want to, you know what I'm saying, do the most. Like, mm-hmm. I need you to tell me shut the fuck up. I just liked all that back then. Like, I liked all the drama and stuff like that. Like, I, I didn't, I like rude boys. You know, I didn't like the smart, intelligent, um, college going, like, about his business. Like, the person he, that I know, that used to, you start talking to me, like, running his own business. He's, like, very intelligent and stuff like that. And just, like, okay, like, that's the type of dude I would want now. But, like, again, so, yeah, back then, I feel like I curved some people that could have been good for me just because of they just weren't where I was looking for at the time. Okay. I done been there. I done curved the nigga, and then I, I just recently tried to double back, and now he ain't really fuck with me. So I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> I find out he about him anyway for the most part. He likes to get fake, so. What they heard about you liking your face and sucking dick, I'm like, moving on to the next. (laughs) So, the last question on the main topic is, if you had to have a boyfriend that had tendencies like an ex, what would you want them to be? Like, what would you want those tendencies to be that they had like your ex? Um, I would say... Um, I want them to have, like, clingy tendencies to a certain extent. Like, I want you to be on me. I want you to tell me. Okay, I, I, I like for my men to be very vocal about how they feel about me. Um, okay. I want you to tell me, like, yeah, you're just handsome. Like, yeah, oh, my God, you're so sexy. Yeah, like, yeah, I love you. Yeah, uh, I'm happy to be with you. Stuff like that. Shit like that, I love. I don't think it's corny at all. And it's one thing. It's like I don't. I don't want them to do it for my own self esteem, because like mm-hmm. you know, I I feel a way up about myself already. I love them like myself, but to hear things like that, it just makes me feel good. It's like a compliment. Like, and you know, when you're with somebody, you want to hear those things. Like, right. yeah, show me you love me. But I'm one of my love language is I like to get a text saying I miss you. I like walking through the door and somebody running up to me, hugging me, giving me a kiss and saying, like, I missed you today. How was your day? Like, basically being passionate as far as, like, um, like, through their mouth, through their vocal, like, you know what I'm saying, saying things like that, like, that's, like, what I, those are tendencies that I would, like, um, you know, calling, checking on me. 
how's your day going at work? Um, you know, stuff like that. That's things yeah. I like from just like my exes that I really enjoy and things. So, yeah. Okay. I would say the main tendency that I would want my nigga to have like an ex of mine is to tell me, just flat out tell me the real shit. Like, tell me when I'm fucking up, if I ain't doing shit correct. And, you know, but don't just like harp on a nigga, like harp on a nigga and have like a follow-up with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, tear a nigga down, but build a nigga back up at the same time. Yeah. I don't say that much. Like my ex was real good at that. He was he was not he was not for no bullshit. If he felt like I was fucking off on my life and not doing shit with how I should really be doing and he would tell me, but then he wouldn't mm-hmm. just tear me down. He would build me up and be like, well, you know what I'm saying? You're doing this right, you're doing that right. But mm-hmm. it's further if you would do, you know, say X, Y, and Z. So I would say right. that's definitely a tendency that I would like my nigga to have. Just be honest with me and just be keep it real with me. Like don't don't bullshit me because you my nigga and you don't want to hurt my feelings. Now, sometimes I do want you to do that because sometimes some shit can be hurtful. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, when you see your man doing shit that they ain't got no business doing and it's fucking up what they could be doing in the long run with their life, like, you need to step in. That shows that you were, that, that you're there for the long haul, that you that you want to see them progress, even if it's not with you. Like my ex used to tell me all the time, even if we don't work out and don't make it, like, I still want you to be good. Like, I want you to do these things so that way you don't have to depend on nobody for nothing. Right. Which is good. It's like, it's like, you, it's like, it's like tough love. Y- yeah. He's the king of tough love. He is definitely the king of tough love. Like, yeah, I'm going to tell you this shit straightforward. No matter how it comes off, like, I want you to know this, but it's all for the sake of your, like, success. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I'm the flip boy. Don't tell me to do shit. <laughs> like I'm just sort of opposite. Like honestly, yesterday my boyfriend was just telling me like I saw him a situation that happened, um, what like at work and stuff. And um, like his response, like had I felt like his response. He was like, "Well, you should. Well, maybe if you do this, da 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 da." And I'm just like, "What does that have to do? With what I just told you like that has. Not, I need you to be. I I don't know how to even explain it, but my thing is like." I'm doing what I need to do for myself, how I'm doing it. I mean, just because you feel like I could be doing more, that's you. Like, you don't know what I'm doing. Like, I mean, it, I, I'm communicating certain things, but I don't feel the need to uh, constantly talk about how I'm handling my business because it's getting handled. Like, I don't feel the need to constantly be like, oh, today I'm going to do this and tomorrow I'm going to do that. Oh, I don't feel like you guys to check out and tell somebody what I'm doing with my life as far as handling my business. Right. Okay. Well, that brings the show to a close, everybody. It has been a beautiful time talking to you. You said uh, what? Huh? What'd you say? Like, I just, I I hate for somebody to, like, tell me what to do. Like, tell me, like, oh, you need to call the people and do this. Or you need to, why you didn't pay this off and do this? Like, it's like, don't come to me about what I need to do because I know what I need to do and I'm doing it on my timeline, on how I need to do it. And I'm prioritizing on how. I need to do, do things. So that's what I said. Like, I don't know if, I'm like, I would say I don't like when people tell me what to do because I know what I need to do. Like, I don't know if it's like an arrogant thing or whatever, but it's just like, I know what I need to do. I need you to tell me. Now, if you're going to encourage me to do something, that's one thing. But to come at me and like, be like, you need to, like, no, I don't hear it. I'm good. I got it. I know what I need to do. Like, if, if you're going to do things to help me, like, like, help me pay for it or like, give me a better way of going about it, then that's the one thing. But don't try to, like, tell me what I need to do. Like, I don't know what I need to do. 
that makes sense. Right. Well, go ahead and tell the people. Well, you know, you already told them, but go ahead and let, remind them again where they can follow you at. Yes, you hoes better remember this time. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at browncoffee, B-R-W-N-K-O-F-F-E-E. Um, you can follow my Snapchat as well. It's Boss Problems, B-O-S-S-P-R-O-B-L-E-M-Z. Um, my YouTube uh, channel is COVID TV. Um, you can just go on my Instagram, and there's a link on there. I have two videos up right now. I'm um, looking forward to making a video probably this week or next week. Um, so be watching out for a new um, video to be uploaded. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. And y'all can follow me. I know I know me. I just now started this. I haven't been telling people to follow me at. But you can follow me at on Instagram at it underscore Tony Childs. And that's Tony with an I, not a Y, but Tony with an I like B. Braxton. And you can also follow I Make Wigs. You can follow my wig page at it's underscore Tony Childs underscore wig. And we can get them lace funnels cracking. We can get them closures popping. You know, we can just get you some units pushed out here. That's what I'm trying to do with my life. Okay. Okay. Well, I want to thank you, Yen. Thank you, sis. Thank you, bro, for being a guest <laughs> on my show. You know, I'm starting off small, so I'm trying to build my little self up. Right. Right. You know, it's definitely a pleasure. I am definitely feel honored to be on the this, which episode is this for you? This is episode number three. Three, right? Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, so I'm definitely excited to be in the beginning of the episodes. And, you know, I'm always here to do more. You know, I literally run my mouth, so. Um, <laughs> okay. Definitely hit me if you need me. All right, well, we will catch y'all next time. And everybody, thank y'all for listening. Thanks, guys. See y'all later. Okay. Play me some pippin', man. We got a thing.